EO Fire 1269. Entrepreneurship is the personal growth opportunity of a lifetime. You can tweet that out. Hey, Fire Nation, and welcome to EO Fire, where I chat with inspiring entrepreneurs seven days a week. The Fire Nation newsletter is where I share all the tips, tools, and tactics that make EO Fire a seven figure business. Text EO Fire to 33444 and ignite. Hold on to those afterburners, Fire Nation. Johnny Doom is here, and I am fired up to bring you our featured guest today, Kate Swoboda. Kate, are you prepared to ignite? Oh, yeah. I'm prepared yes. to ignite. <laughs> Kate is a life coach, author, and speaker who teaches people how to have the courage in life and business. She's the author of the Courageous Living Program and the Coaching Blueprint and the creator of the Courageous Living Coach Certification. Kate, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that intro and give us just a little glimpse of your personal life. Well, if we hung out in real life, I would say that I'm pretty opinionated about courage and fear. I don't really believe that fear is something that we should try to get rid of. I actually think that no one ever completely, totally, 100% never feels fear again, and that fearless is a myth. And instead, I'm about the kind of courage that looks at how we heal fear, Um, And that means that in my own life, I am totally transparent about being someone who still experiences fear and does the daily work of choosing to practice courage. And I guess I'll share something kind of juicy that if um, if you were to ask me, like, what does that look like for you lately? I would say that I have just been having this love affair with pleasure and looking at how putting pleasure first is just rocking my life, my business, my marriage, my parenting and everything else. And just really looking at what does it look like to actually have the courage to drop the myth that it's always got to be about the hustle and instead make it about like having fun and being in the flow of it all. So that's a little bit about me. I'm also kind of one of those strange geeky people who (laughs) really loves curriculum design and facilitation techniques and studying how people learn and metacognition, which is thinking about thinking. I find all of that to be really sexy and fascinating and fun. Well, Kate, I am all about verbally disagreeing with my guests when I actually disagree with them. That's just kind of how I roll. But the reality is, I just, I agree with you. And it's kind of boring. It's kind of vanilla for me to agree with you. But the reality is, in Fire Nation, you've heard me say this over and over again, you are never going to escape fear. In fact, what I always say is, I use the word embrace it because you're a human being. We are humans. And that is part of being a human being. And as long as you are, when you will always have that imposter syndrome, you will always fear, feel that fear on some level, especially when you get out of that comfort zone, because that's where all the magic happens. So I'm going to agree with you on that, Kate. But you know, don't, don't think that I'm just going to agree with you on everything here today. But for <laughs> that, we agree. Now, Tell Fire Nation how you today, 2016, generates revenue. Well, I have multiple flows of revenue, which I actually think is pretty important for online entrepreneurs. And there are three big areas. Uh, Probably my biggest, well, not probably, it is my biggest undertaking is my life coach certification program, the Courageous Living Coach Certification that spans the better part of a year working with a select group of women. You have to apply to get into the program. And this is specifically about learning the life coaching skill set about how to become a life coach. 
the second kind of hub, I guess, of my my revenue streams would be that I offer coaching, consulting, and digital programs in both personal growth and marketing. And that includes both evergreen products as well as short-term courses, workshops, retreats. The theme of courage is always present in that work, regardless of whether we're talking personal growth or marketing strategy. And then this is kind of the new flavor that's been mm. emerging. This isn't even on, a, on my website, actually. But more and more, I have been asked. So the third revenue area is that when I'm asked, I've also put together custom facilitation trainings for businesses that wanted to either teach a concept to their people on a large scale and they needed help with the actual curriculum development or I acted as the facilitator, developing the curriculum and then executing the training, helping teams with things like improving communication, productivity, and efficiency. And really, it's it's something that's kind of grown very organically. And to that end, I'm actually in the process now of developing a facilitation and curriculum, curriculum development program called Facilitation with Impact to teach people what I know about developing curriculum and what I know about facilitation. That's a lot of stuff, Fire Nation. And again, <laughs> I have to agree with Kate. I mean, you have to diversify. Diversification is critical because you never know where the economy is going to go. You never know where your business is going to go. You never know what the swings and the ebbs and the flows are going to be. So have you know multiple baskets, multiple eggs. Now, Kate, you're a courageous person on a lot of levels, and being courageous, you know, is recognizing that you do feel fear. It doesn't mean you don't have any fear, as we mentioned multiple times. So this is going to take courage, but I know you have it. Take us to what you consider your worst entrepreneurial moment to date. And Kate, we're into stories here and not pulling punches. So take us right into that window, into that moment in time, and tell us that story. Mm, well, I got a story. <laughs> um, all right. So to set this story up, you would have to imagine me when I first went full time with my life coaching practice back in 2010. And just like a lot of entrepreneurs who are listening to this and a lot of entrepreneurs who are just starting out, I did not have a lot of money coming in. Mm -hmm. I did that. I did that thing where I like was so eager to get mm -hmm. away from the job I didn't like that I just like kind of quit it before I was really ready and hadn't really built myself enough of a runway, I was down to the last $200 of room on my credit card. My husband was having to help with like a lot of the bills. And this woman who was calling herself a social media consultant had just been named by Forbes to be this woman to watch. And I was, she was offering consulting sessions. Well, I was feeling really desperate and, you know, like, how do I make my business make money? And I signed up for a session with her to go over my social media strategy, used up the last bit of room on my card to book this session. I was really scared and the session was not good. The woman flaked. She was late to the session but she blamed me. She hadn't reviewed any of my offerings or my website. She didn't even know what my URL was when we got on the phone. Mm. And I was way too afraid and intimidated to speak up for myself. And I got off of that call. And I mean, there's no cool way to say this. Honestly, I bawled. I did the yeah. ugly cry. <laughs> I, <f> <laughs> I felt 
so stupid. I felt taken advantage of. I felt even more afraid of how I was going to pay my bills. I felt like an idiot for trusting someone. I felt angry. That was, that sticks out to me by far and away the hardest moment that I have ever had as an entrepreneur to feel that desperate. So there's a lot of things that I could pull out of that as a listener and Fire Nation. I know you're getting a lot from this as well, but the thing that I want to focus on is that could have been the end of Kate's story as an entrepreneur if she let it. You know, that was a tough time. The last amount of money on her credit card, she did the ugly cry, she got taken advantage of. She has somebody who was supposedly a woman to watch, who didn't prepare for the interview, who didn't even know her URL, etc. That is all very difficult and tough things to handle. But guess what? It wasn't the end of Kate's story. She continued that because she stopped crying at some point and she got up, she dried those eyes and she started doing something else. She started taking action in another direction, which didn't mean it was an instant success the next thing she did, but she got off the mat and she kept moving forward. So Fire Nation realized that you're going to have some of these moments, even if you're currently successful right now, like these moments are in your future. I have disasters ahead of me. I have no doubt about that. But I have the team around me to, you know, weather the storm, so to speak. So that's really what I wanted to pull out of your story, Kate. And again, there's a lot of things that we can pull out of it. But what do you want to make sure Fire Nation gets from your story? Well, first of all, I love that you pulled that out because at the time when I started, it would have meant the world to me to have heard that there was somebody else who knew what that felt like. So I I hope that my story can be helpful. Well, and hopefully, Kate, somebody who is going through this or maybe is going to go through this in the future or has recently gone through it can hear like an episode like this. That's a free podcast episode. They can say, wow, like it's not just me. Mm -hmm. It's not just you. Um, (laughs) uh, You know, I, 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 yeah, I did not get off the mat easily right away. But here's what ended up happening, actually. Um, I, I look back and I go, that was a turning point for me. That was kind of one of those, are you really in this game? Are you really an entrepreneur or not? Forks in the road. Mm. Um, I'm really glad, actually, as embarrassing as it might be to admit to you <laughs> and everybody else that I did the ugly cry and I bawled and I felt so, so stupid and afraid. Um, I think that if I had just tried to pretend that I was too cool to care or if I hadn't felt the, the fear, the anger, the next things wouldn't have happened because the next thing that happened was that all of that fear and sadness and anger gave way to this like fierceness. I mean, it really became this opportunity to walk my talk about practicing courage and the psychology of courage became the backbone of everything that I create. I decided in that moment. I remember deciding that day and talking to my husband about it. When I got to a place in my business where someone else trusted me to help them, I was never, ever going to treat them the way that I had been treated. I was going to give every client I had the very best that I had. And I also realized that for everyone who decides to become an entrepreneur, you know, there's this really cool place where courage and personal growth and entrepreneurship all intersect. Entrepreneurship is the personal growth opportunity of a lifetime. You can tweet that out. Kate Swoboda, Kate Courageous. Entrepreneurship <laughs> is the personal growth opportunity as of a lifetime. It is the ultimate playing ground to learn about fear and to practice courage because it requires, if you do entrepreneurship honestly, 
that you take risks, that you get vulnerable, that you look at all the places where you want to cop out on what matters most. And that's not just what it takes to succeed in business. That's what it takes, in my opinion, to succeed in life. And that was a day when I understood that even the times when I was challenged or felt knocked down in business, those were my opportunities. And that was a game changer for me. And I know that that can be like pithy advice, like your challenges are your opportunities. But let me tell you, when you have been, when you have felt sucker punched in the gut by one of those experiences, and you're actually literally at ground zero of how do I take this challenge and make it into an opportunity, even when it feels like nothing like an opportunity, that is a game changing moment. And it was, it was for me, and I've seen it in my clients as well. Kate, I want you to take that mic. I want you to drop it. I want you to walk off stage into the sunset because that (laughs) was beautiful. But when you get back from that sunset walk, I do want you to tell us another story. This one's going to be an aha moment, an epiphany that you've had. You've had a ton of these, Kate. You have a ton waiting for you in the future that you don't even know about yet. But what's one aha moment that you've had that you can tell the story of to Fire Nation? I think that one of the other big aha moments that I've had has been um, at a point when I was actually a little farther down the road. And I really was at a place where business was starting to pick up, but I still felt really chained by all the stuff you're supposed to do. Like if someone said, you're supposed to be on this social media platform, and this is how you're supposed to be on that platform, I would go sign up and I'd start doing (laughs) that platform. And then before I knew it, I'm like on all these different platforms, and I can't remember where I posted when. And I mean, it was just, it wasn't just social media, it was everything. It was sales pages or bios, or this is the way you're supposed to market yourself. I was just always trying to follow what other people were doing. And I had this moment where, well, it wasn't even so much a moment. It was like a period in my business where I was stressed, I was getting sick, and I was looking around and going like, this isn't even fun. You know, like I'm, I'm getting the financial success now. Thank goodness I'm able to pay my bills. But this isn't actually fun. There's this long list of things in my life and my business that I really don't want to do. And this voice came to me when I really started to think about this. And if you talk to me too much, you'll, you'll notice that I got a lot of little voices that come to me. Um, but I am not certifiably <laughs> insane. Yet. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> The voice that came to me was like, you know, Kate, you got to do this on your own terms. You can run a business or your business can run you. Like what kind of boss do I want to be for myself? And again, this was like a fear courage thing. I was, I was afraid of not being able to pay my bills. I was afraid of consequences. I was afraid that if I didn't work hard enough, I would fail. And I was seeing overworking as the antidote or some kind of insurance policy against failure. And I know that, you know, everybody listening to this podcast has heard, like, you have to find a way to do business on your own terms. And these are the the mentors and the entrepreneurs and the innovators that we admire the most. But once again, it's like, I would say to anyone listening to this, like, what do you actually do in that moment where that feeling in you is going, oh my God, I'm, I'm so afraid of failure. And then you respond to it by trying to do more work and do more work and do more stuff you don't really want to do. Because I just kept going into the same pattern. So what I had to do was actually sit down and make a list 
what are the things that I need to do for my business? Like, like they need, they're practical, right? Because there's always going to be something that you're going to need to do that's just part of doing this job. And it might not be the thing that really make, you know, lights your boat every single time. But I made a list of everything from the things I love to the things I liked less. And I just started to go, okay, what can I take off of this list? If I'm not going to be on that platform, if I'm not going to run this aspect of my site in the same way, what can I get rid of? What can I delegate? And then for anything that was remaining, what can I have that I'm going to do to make this fun? What, how can I make this fun? And I really started to follow that. You know, If I don't feel like I want to do something, I'm at a point in my business and in my life where um, I don't do it. And that sounds really pithy. And I used to hear people talking about that and kind of go, but I can't not do those things. I would challenge anybody who's listening to this podcast to actually, if you're in the same kind of position, you always feel like you're hustling. You always feel like you're working. You always feel like you're doing more stuff. And you might be going somewhere or not, but but the, the question is, are you doing a lot of stuff you don't like to do? Sit down right now, make a list of everything practical, the things you love, the things you hate about actually running the operations and, and the, the mechanizations of your business and start cutting the stuff that you just don't want to do anymore. See what's possible. See if you can do this on your own terms. And I bet you you're going to find out that you can Fire Nation, one thing that I really want to burn into your brain right now that Kate's been doing a good job of over this course of the last five or so minutes, this is your life. Like, this is your life. Like, you are going to choose to live it one way or another. So why not make the choices that make you happy, that excite you, that make you want to get out of bed in the morning? It always comes down to your choice. Kate had the choice. Was she going to just keep sobbing about how she got ripped off or was she going to, you know, stop crying at some point after she, you know, gave herself some rightful sorry time and, and, and drive forward and inspire others and not let the same thing happen to, to her clients, to her customers, her fans going forward. So you always have that choice. Now, Kate, I am really going to challenge you here over the next three questions because Mark Twain is a great, smart individual. And he said, I didn't have time to write you a short letter, so I wrote you a long letter. That means it's hard to be concise. And Kate, I'm gonna ask you to be concise in these next three questions. 20 seconds, number one being, what is your biggest weakness as an entrepreneur? Overworking, always leads to overwhelm and burnout. What is your biggest strength? Courage, 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 courage. I mean, I'm, I'm on it, I'm on the courage train, baby. Okay, you succeeded in the first two questions. So you have some more time for the last one. What is the <laughs> one thing that has you most fired up about right now? And expound. Besides this interview? Yeah, um, live in the moment. <laughs> I am, you know, oh gosh, this is so funny. I embrace my inner geek about the fact that I, I just love, I'm, I'm looking at my upcoming facilitator training. Mm. I am looking at how do we teach? How do people learn? Metacognition, thinking about thinking, pedagogy. Love it. I'm, I'm just like, give me a scholarly article with research on how people learn. And I'm just like, heaven. What does uh, pedagogy mean? Pedagogy is the study of actually teaching. Oh, the study of teaching. Teaching of teaching. Love that. Now, where could Fire Nation go to find a little bit more about this specific thing? facilitationwithimpact.com. God, I love that domain. Facilitationwithimpact.com. And Fire Nation, 
we're going to have some impact in the lightning round. So Kate, are you prepared for the lightning rounds? <laughs> I'm prepared for the lightning round. <laughs> what was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? Honestly, nothing. When it came to me, like, this is what I want to do. I want to work for myself. I was on it. I was doing it. Could not be stopped. I was, I was doing this. What's the best advice you've ever received? If it doesn't feel good, don't do it. What's a personal habit that contributes to your success? In the last six months, I started this and it's been amazing. Not checking email first thing, putting pleasure and creativity first. Oh, I got to get into that. I really do. I just feel like when you start with email, sometimes Fire Nation, it dictates the rest of your day. You go into reaction mode and sometimes I look up and I'm like, what? It's 1 p.m.? And all I've been doing is reacting all day. So I love that. Mm -hmm. Share an internet resource like an Evernote with Fire Nation. Voxer, V-O-X-E-R. I am in love with this app. It's voice messaging. And I, I fell in love with it when I was a new mother and had my hands literally full <laughs> with holding my baby and needing a way to be in touch with my virtual assistant or the contractors that I was working with. It's amazing. Love, love it. it. If you could recommend just one book for our listeners to join Courageous Living Program on our bookshelves, what would it be and why? Value Proposition Design is the book I'm into these days. It's by the Strategizer Group, and I can give you how that's spelled. It's, it's really great, really great. And it's just kind of break into a, maybe a sentence or two of, of why. Well, it has these, these insights on how to refine your products so that you can create value for your clients and customers and even start testing your value proposition before you fully implement the service or the product or the offering. So you don't get to that point where you launch something and then there are crickets and you're going, what happened? I don't understand. <laughs> Fire Nation, I know you love audio. So I teen up with Audible. And if you haven't already, you can get an amazing audiobook for free at eofirebook.com. And Kate, this is the last question of the lightning round, but it is a doozy. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have. Your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? Well, initially, I think I just want to chill out and be grateful that my food and shelter was taken care of. But inevitably, the <laughs> entrepreneurial impulse would take over. <laughs> um, I, you know, I would talk to the people around me and I'd really want to know, like, what is it that people are excited to learn about or what are they struggling? And I'd want to figure out a way to teach <laughs> something that would help them with that. I'm just wild about thinking about how people learn or respond or take action or what's happening when they're afraid of doing those things. And, and that's what I think I'd be doing. Also, I, you know, I need to talk to people cause I want to have some friends. The mm. part of the question where it's like, you know, no one, it's like, I, I need some friends. Got to have somebody to grab a beer with. Love it. Kate, we started this interview on fire. Let's end on fire with you sharing a parting piece of guidance, the best way that we can connect with you. And then we'll say goodbye. Believe in the power of five minutes. That's my, my parting guidance is, is to stop thinking that the only way that you can make something happen. I know you just launched um, the, the Freedom Journal. Yeah. And like, so you're thinking about goals. And it's like, you've probably run into people where it's like they, they think that to execute a goal, they've got to have like these, these unlimited amounts of time. And I'm going, believe in the power of five minutes. And that will get you where you want to go. 
And uh, if you want to learn more about me or find more about me, you can head over to yourcourageouslife.com or coachingblueprint.com. Fire Nation, you're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. You've been hanging out with Kate and JLD today, so keep up the heat and head over to eofire.com. Just type Kate, K-A-T-E, in the search bar. Her show notes page will pop up with everything we've talked about today, all the links to what she has going on, her recommended book, resource, you name it, it's there. Of course, you can check out facilitationwithimpact.com for all of that stuff and yourcourageouslife.com. All these great links will be there. So thank you, Fire Nation, for just tuning in, for being present with us today. And Kate, thank you for sharing your journey with Fire Nation. And for that, we salute you and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you so much. Fire Nation, thank you for listening to EO Fire. Visit eofire.com for killer resources, free trainings, and so much more. The accomplishment of your number one goal is just 100 days away. Text JOURNAL to 33444 and begin your path to freedom with The Freedom Journal. Ignite. Ignite.